You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Mm. Let us prevail. Yes, Lord. We worship you this morning. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Good morning, everyone. Good to see you bright and early today. The Lord is good. My Lord, there is no one else like you. There's something that song does. All the time we sing it. I don't know. Is there any other one that deserves the glory? No other. There's no other. Yeah. When when a song is theologically sound, you know, it, it really ministers to people. And sometimes we sing songs just out of melody. <laughs> but, you know, we just enjoy the melody. You know, we have good melodies in Africa. But you need, we need songs that are sound, that carry good meaning. So, I, pr- I believe that God is raising people that will write, write songs that will reveal his heart. Songs that will change lives. Songs that will bring in the kingdom. Will bring manifestations of the kingdom. All right. Glory to God. Let's turn to the book of James chapter 5. We're going to share the word of God. And then pray a little bit before you go to work. Father, we bless you this morning. We appreciate you. It's always a privilege to come before you. We are before you this morning because you gave us breath. We are before you this morning because you gave us strength. We are before you this morning, Lord, because you woke us up. (laughs) And mighty God, we look forward to greater things that you are about to do. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, this morning I want to share with you on what I call the precious fruit of the earth. Okay? The precious fruit of the earth. You know that there is a precious fruit of the earth. This month, this is a month that we are, we are reaching out to our friends, especially those that don't know the Lord. Am I correct? Yeah. And uh, I want to advise you, even as you as you invite people, don't just invite them. Pray for them. Because oftentimes we don't understand, we don't link prayer with our evangelism. We don't do it enough. I know we do it, but oftentimes we don't do it enough. So we need to, we need to get to, we need to understand that The enemy doesn't like people to know God. 
He doesn't want people to come to God. Amen? Yeah. He doesn't want people to come to Jesus. Why? Because he knows if they come to Jesus, then he's losing out. And he doesn't want to lose out. He doesn't want to lose out. He wants his kingdom to remain strong. He wants his kingdom to continue to advance. But we know that God's kingdom is more powerful. And part of the way that we extend God's kingdom is by reaching out. Sometimes the the body of Christ is too self-centered. That is one thing that we need to be healed from or delivered from. Just taking care of ourselves and our needs. And we don't understand that the reason why we are still alive is because of people. You are not still alive because of you. You are actually still alive because of people. People that God wants to use you to reach. People that God wants to use you to impact. Are you following me? Yeah. So, Jesus came. He paid a high price. He laid his life down. He shed his blood. And because of that, he has paid the price for the whole human race. In fact, for the entire creation. He paid the price for the entire creation. And I want you to know that he is coming back for what he paid for. He's coming back for what he paid for. So he left us here to ensure that we help to gather the harvest. To gather the people for him. To reach the people and to gather them. Preserve them for him. So let's look at James chapter 5. And we'll read verses 7 and 8. It says, Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. Now you notice it starts with therefore. That means there's something he has been saying before now. Okay, so it's like saying in conclusion or as a result of what I have said, you need to be patient. So these people have been, prior to this, he has been talking about, um, he has been talking about how sometimes the rich oppress um, the poor. He talks about how there's sometimes injustice and so on. But he's saying, look, you need to be patient even when you go through those things. Why? He says, you need to be patient until the coming of the Lord. Why is he saying until the coming of the Lord? Because when the Lord comes, there's going to be recompense. Correct? Yeah. Those who are wicked will be rewarded for their wickedness. Those who are living for God will be rewarded for living for God. How many people are looking forward to that? Receiving your reward. Yeah. For serving God, for loving Jesus, for being faithful, for being diligent. One day, your reward is going to come. And it will be out of this world. (laughs) 
<laughs> it will be out of this world. Okay. So, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. Hmm? Waiting patiently until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. I know nowadays we don't really talk much about the coming of the Lord. <laughs> Jesus, just wait. Wait until I become a billionaire, then you can come. Or wait until I get married, then you can come. Or wait until I have children, then you can come. Wait until I have grandchildren, then you can come. <laughs> wait. There are different reasons people don't want him to come. Huh? But that's not the reason why he hasn't come. Yes. He hasn't come because he's waiting for us. He's waiting for us to reach every nation with the gospel. Remember Jesus said in Matthew 24, he says, This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in every nation, and then the end shall come. Alright? So, if, if we don't, I'm telling you, we delay his coming. We delay his coming. So, it says, see how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. What is the precious fruit of the earth? Is it the grapes? Is it the, um, what is it you like? I don't know. Mangoes. Is it the mangoes in Limpopo? Or the sugar cane in Kezaden? Huh? Or the grapes in Cape Town? What is it? What is it? What is the precious fruit of the earth? Huh? Precious fruit of the earth, so far as God is concerned, are souls. Yes? To the farmer, his fruits are precious. To God, souls are the fruit of the earth. And it's precious. What makes it precious? The blood of Jesus has made us precious before God. Come on. Yeah. If the precious blood of Jesus was shed to pay for us, what does that tell you about us? We are precious. We are precious. So, the farmer waits patiently until it receives the early and latter rain. Now you need to understand what he's talking about here. The early rain is the planting rain. Alright? 
That's, you know, farmers, before they plant, there has to be rain. All right? They have to cultivate the ground. They have to... If that rain does not fall, they cannot plant. Right? So, that's, that's the early rain. It's the early rain. And then the latter rain, that is the rain that comes before harvest. That's the harvest rain. So, he is likening that to the earth. And how God operates. So how did God. How did God. Apply this on the earth. The early rain. The early rain. Is the rain. Of the spirit. In the book of Acts. So when. When. When there was an outpouring in Acts chapter 2, that was the early rain. That was the rain that planted the church. Hallelujah. Yeah, so that was the rain that planted the church. So, you remember, there are different ways this scripture can apply. If you remember, Jesus said in, um, I think in John chapter Chapter 12, verse 24, he said, Except a grain of wheat falls down and dies, it abides alone. All right? But if it dies, it produces much grain. And we know he was talking about himself. He was talking about himself being, being uh, planted In his death. Death and burial. In his death and burial. Unless he is, he is planted. Unless he, he is sown into the ground. And dies. Huh? We cannot, he cannot produce much grain. Which is many souls. You and I. If Jesus did not go to the cross. Will we be here? No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. It would only be the nation of Israel. But God was, he used Jesus. He sowed Jesus into the earth. Jesus rose. All right? So, the, 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 the harvest is speaking of, it's, it's almost like the resurrection. When Jesus rose, that was like a harvest for God. All right? And then now, it's time for the church. God is going to sow again. Right? He's going to sow again, this time for a global harvest. This time around for a global harvest, not for a Jewish harvest. But for a global harvest. So what does he do? He sends the Holy Spirit as the early rain. He sends the Holy Spirit as the early rain. Why? Because he's expecting the precious fruit of the earth. He's expecting the precious fruit of the earth from every nation. 
from every nation, every nation, Jesus has, has got fruit in every nation, in every tongue, in every tribe. He has got fruit that needs to be harvested. He's got fruit that needs to be harvested. So, um, he sends the Holy Spirit as the early rain. Let's look at the book of Joel, chapter 2. Joel, chapter 2, um, verse 23. Joel 2, 23. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully. And will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Whoo! Yes. So the former rain, he has caused, he has caused what? He has given you the former rain faithfully. Didn't he give us the Holy Spirit faithfully? Yeah. He gave us the former rain faithfully. And he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. So, the last move of God is going to be a combination of the former and the latter rain. That's why we're going to see manifestations like crazy. The former and the latter rain. A combination. Imagine what they experienced in the book of Acts. Plus. We think when we read Acts that that is the ultimate. No, that's just the planting rain. That is just the planting rain. So there's precious fruit on the earth. And we need to go out and get the precious fruit into the house so that God can touch them. Even as we dedicate this month, obviously it's not just this month, but we decide to be intentional that this month we're going out. All your friends should be Brought into the house because they are precious before God. Do you understand? I don't care whether they are on drugs, I don't care whether they are on whether they are prostitutes, it doesn't matter. They are still precious before God. They are still precious before God. Doesn't care if they don't have clothes, they are precious before God. The soul is a soul. They're precious before God. So we want to ensure that Jesus reaps the reward of his suffering. And we're going to do our part to ensure that he enjoys the benefit of his suffering. Are we going to do that? Yes. So when you wake up, ask yourself, what can I do to bless Jesus today?
What can I do? There is precious fruit all over the city. All over the nation. What am I going to do to bring in the precious fruit of the earth? Because guess what? God has already sent the rain. Right? We saw that in the book of Acts. He will send the rain faithfully. Should I read on? Let's read the next verse. Let's see. Um, we'll, we'll come back to James. He says, The threshing floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. You see, when you bring in the precious fruit of the earth, the house is supposed to be full. The threshing floor is supposed to be full. Yeah. It's supposed to be what? Full. And the vat shall overflow with new wine. That's speaking of the Holy Spirit. Yes. There will be oil as well. The anointing is going to be anointing. When you bring them in, there is going to be a flow of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit loves it when we bring in the harvest. He loves it. As a matter of fact, that's why we were given the Holy Spirit. Is that not so? Remember Acts chapter 1 verse 8? It says, you shall you, uh, you shall receive power huh? after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be, my what? Witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Why do you receive the Holy Spirit? Is it just to speak in tongues? No, it's to bring in the harvest. It's to be witnesses. Anointed witnesses. Is to be powerful witnesses. Hallelujah. So you can demonstrate the power of God. He has given you the Holy Spirit so that you can go and raise the dead as a witness that Jesus is alive. He has given you the Holy Spirit so that you can go and preach the gospel with power. He has given you the Holy Spirit so that you can go and make disciples. Yes. So that you can go and do the works of God. So that you can go and operate like Jesus operated. He says, greater works shall ye do. Why? Because I go to the Father. And because he went to the Father, the Holy Spirit came. That's why we can do greater works. Come on. Yes. So, the precious fruit of the earth. God is looking forward to what we can bring in. God is looking forward to what your life will produce for Him. Am I communicating this morning? I know this is not a millionaire message. But this makes you more than a billionaire. Yeah. More than a billionaire. 
he that wins souls is wise. They that turn many to righteousness shall shine like the star. Yes. So, make no mistake about it. Your spirituality is not determined by how many spiritual gymnastics you are able to do. But how much are you doing for God? How many souls are you able to impact? How many souls are you able to bring in? How many souls have you been able to convince to say no to Satan and to say yes to Jesus? How many souls have you convinced, been able to convince to turn their back on evil and then to turn to God? How many souls have you been able to convince to abandon wicked ways and to embrace God? That is of great value before God. All right? As a matter of fact, the reason why sometimes we, we are frustrated in our work with God is because we are not doing enough of this. I'm telling you the truth. Because if you are busy winning souls, there are things you will not focus on. You won't have time for gossip. For what? You'll be busy praying for souls. You'll be busy making disciples. You'll be busy praying for them to be obedient. Am I correct? You'll be busy trying to help them to grow. So you won't have time. If you see, have time to sit down and begin to talk about people and their clothes and their, you know, and their hairstyles, and then you're not you're doing it. You're not getting it yet. Hmm? Oh, did you see? Did you see how Munewa did her? Whatever she's putting on, she put on her head. Did you see? Can you see that thing? What do you call it? Huh? It is so nice. And then it becomes a subject of the day. Hish. Uh, trending. Okay. <laughs> you spend all the time looking for the trends in the social media. And yet the precious fruit of the earth. It's languishing. Hmm? May we catch the vision for the precious fruit of the earth. All right? Look at what Zechariah says in chapter 10, verse 1. It says, Ask for the rain in the time huh, of the latter rain. Okay? They say, Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Come on. We are in the time of the latter rain. When it is the season for the rain, we need to begin to ask for the rain. So we need to ask for the rain. The latter rain is the rain for harvest. So if we are going to harvest mid-run, we need rain. We need the latter rain. So it's time to begin to ask for the rain. 
the Lord will make flashing clouds and he will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. My Lord. Lord, send rain. Send rain to this nation. Send the latter rain to this nation. Cause your rain to pour upon this land. Mighty God, let the latter rain be poured out. Be poured out upon this land. Be poured out upon this city. In the name of Jesus. Father, we ask for rain. We ask for rain. We ask for the latter rain. The rain that will help us, O God, to bring in a massive harvest. To bring in the harvest of souls. To bring in the precious fruit of the earth. The precious fruit of this land. Oh my Lord and my God. We cannot do it without the rain. We cannot do it without the rain. We ask for rain. We ask for rain. Mighty God. Open the heavens. Open the floodgates of heaven. And let your rain pour. Send your rain. Upon this land. Send your rain. Upon this nation. Mighty God. Mighty God. We thank you Father. We trust you. We believe you. Because this is the time. This is the time for rain. This is the time for rain. This is the time for rain. For the latter rain. And therefore we ask oh God. We ask oh Father. For the latter rain to be poured upon this land. The rain that will bring the harvest. We ask, O oh God, that you will move mightily. Move mightily, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we want to bring in, O oh God, the precious fruit. The precious fruit. The precious fruit. Precious fruit of the earth. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Visit this land with your reign. Visit this land. With the latter rain, my Lord and my God. With the outpouring, with the outpouring, mighty God. We bless you, Father. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. So be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it. Until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. So it requires patience. A farmer understands patience. It doesn't matter how impatient you are. By the time you begin to engage in farming, you understand patience. Because when you put the seed into the ground, you have to wait. You can't rush it. You can't rush it. How many people have eaten an unripe mango before? Hmm? Or unripe, unripe guava? It's like stone. You're eating a stone, right? It's, it's not nice. It's not nice if it's not ripe. Or avocado that is not ripe. Think about that. How many people love avocado? I like avocado. Huh? Despite the price. <laughs> Hallelujah. My son sent send us a post. He says, with a picture of avocado and the price. He said, does God know 
that his avocado is 73 rands. (laughs) Does he know that this is how much they are selling his avocado? (laughs) Yeah. So, but when you pay so much for it and then you can't eat it. No, 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 no. So we wait patiently. Those of you that have been sowing into the lives of people, you understand that you need to be patient. Correct? Yeah. As a farmer, like we are sowing in Midran, and we are patient. We are patient. We're not impatient, we are patient. As a matter of our patience, is the fruit of the Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit, then you have patience. Okay? Yeah. So, but let, let's look at Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Let's read verse 19. Very, very important scripture. This was after the early rain. When Peter, after Pentecost, gets up and he's preaching, right? There are multitudes there that have responded to the gospel. To the move of the Spirit. He says, therefore, repent therefore and be converted. That your sins may be blotted out. So that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Now, Pentecost happened. Holy Ghost came like a band. Boom! People are speaking in tongues for the first time. Yet, tongues of fire on each one's head. And people come around to see what happens. And they, they see these people speaking in, in their languages. And they are amazed. Hmm? And Peter uses that opportunity to begin to preach. Preaching the gospel. But now he tells the people, you need to repent. You need to change. You need to turn your back from darkness. You need to turn your back from Satan. You need to turn your back. That's what repent means. It's like 180 degrees turn. That's repentance. Okay? And be converted that your sins may be blotted out. So that times of refreshing may come from where? From the presence of the Lord. Yeah. So the Lord was already there. There had been an outpouring. What they need to do is to repent. Okay? Why? In the presence of the Lord, they'll be refreshed. And I checked that word in the Greek. The word refreshing. It's a very interesting word. The word refreshing means restoration. Okay? It means recovery of breath. It's also a word that is figuratively used for revival. (laughs) Yeah. Revival. There's one of our brothers in Nigeria, one of our pastors in Nigeria, has been going to some interior places preaching, and he sent me a post. An entire village got saved. 
Come on. Huh? An entire what? Village gets, gets saved. Goes into a place. Everybody. And they're all weeping. They're crying. Weeping before God. What is happening? They are experiencing a refreshing. A refreshing. And he says the unique thing about it is that not only those people in that village, the people connected to them, those guys began to phone other people. They began to phone their family and their friends. And those ones are coming and they're joining as well. Incredible. Yes. And they're all getting saved. Then the chief of that place gets saved. Everybody gets saved. May that happen here. May we see that kind of refreshing for the precious fruit of the earth to come in. Hallelujah. That's what happens when there's an outpouring. When the rain comes, then the harvest. We we want to see that. Okay, let's look at that. This is amplified. Yes. So repent. Change your mind and purpose. Turn around and return to God that your sins may be erased, blotted out, wiped clean. That times of refreshing, of recovery from the effects of heat, of reviving with fresh air. Oh my goodness. Yeah. May come from the presence of the Lord. You see, that's what happens when the rain comes. When we're praying for the rain, there is usually refreshing. People come back to life. You know the word revival? It's re is a prefix. All right? Viva means life. So revive means to bring back to life. And that all happens when the rain, when we pray for the rain. We want to see the precious fruit of the earth. We need to pray more for the rain. We need to press in for the outpouring. Come on. Yes. May come from where? From the presence of the Lord. I checked that word presence in the Greek and it's also an interesting word. The word presence there has to do with appearance. So the appearance of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. So you see that if you put if you, you uh, recovery from the effects of heat of reviving with fresh air may come from the appearance of the Lord. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for the appearance of the Lord? Hmm? It also means the presence of the Lord. The Greek word also means countenance. From the countenance of the Lord. So, when when we share the benediction, what do we say? May the Lord bless you and make his what? Face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So, there's something about his countenance. There's something about that. We need all of that to bring in the precious fruit of the earth. We need that. We need that. 
So, are we going to pray for the precious fruit of the earth? Are we going to pray for people to come as we invite people, as we speak to them, as we talk to them about Jesus, as we invite them to church, as we speak to our friends? You know, all those friends that feel that, that, that you think are hard, those are the easy ones. The ones you think are easy are the hard ones. If you are experienced in evangelism, you know what I'm talking about. You know how you see somebody in your mind. Your mind just tells you, ah, this one is a hard nut to crack. And then you go there. Then he opens up. Then the one you think, this is easy. Ah, that's the one that will give you a tough time. So you don't walk by sight. You don't walk by sight. So we're going to pray this morning. We're going to pray for the precious fruit of the earth. And we're going to pray for rain. We're going to pray for the rain of God. How many people want to experience the rain of God? How many people want the appearing of the Lord? Yes. We want the countenance of the Lord. Because we can be sharing the benediction all the time, but then you might lose, you might lose the meaning because you hear it all the time. But you need to know what it means. This is what is going to bring back to life every dead situation in our lives. It's going to revive you. How many people need revival? You need a revival, right? Some of us, our prayer life needs to be revived. Some of us, our, our evangelism needs to be revived. Yes? Yeah. We want, to, we want the life of God. But it will all come from His presence. It will all come from his appearance. It will all come from his countenance. That is it, my Lord and my God. Let's pray. Come on. Let's begin to talk to the Lord. Mighty God, we pray. We ask for an outpouring. We ask for rain. We ask for rain. Let the rain of your spirit. Let the rain of your spirit be poured out. Be poured out. Be poured out in the name of Jesus. Be poured out in the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God. Mandalembra de Kesunda Baha. Mighty God. We ask for the latter rain. We ask for the latter rain. You said in your word, ask for the rain. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. We know that this is the time for the latter rain. This is the season. Yes. This is the day for the latter rain. And we ask for the rain right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Monda leka sombra de ketusta. Zindalamate kambro de silabaha. We ask for rain. Lord my God. Lord my God. Mighty God. Monda la masimbra de ketos. Lendele mesula baha. Let your rain. Let your rain pour. Pour your rain over this land. Over this nation. Over this city, my Lord and my God, 
In the name of Jesus, we ask for your rain. We ask for your rain. The rain. The rain. The rain from above. God, that you will be poured out over this land. Over this city. Over this nation. My Lord and my God. Monda lama simbra deketos. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. We thank you, Father. We bless your name. Hmm. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Let's also ask for the presence of God. Let's ask for the appearance of God. That He will begin to appear to us. That you begin to appear to this nation. That you begin to appear to this city. Let's ask for appearances. Hallelujah. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Monda lama sekebrede sundaraba. Lord, we ask that you will appear to this land. We ask that you will appear to this city. You, we ask that you will appear to our families. My Lord and my God. Yes. Yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Koskenimi sundabradaha. Lindeleme sulaba. There will be manifestations of your presence. Manifest presence. Your presence will manifest. Your countenance will shine upon us. Lord my God. Lord my God. Yendele mesulabaha. Zondelebe kikarobodu. Oh Lord my God. Oh, Lord, my God. In the name of Jesus. Mighty God. We bless your name. We bless you. I want us to pray for this. All the people will be inviting. Let's pray that the Lord will move upon their hearts. Let's break every resistance. Every excuse. You know, one of the things that is common, especially if you read the Bible, you see that when Jesus, Jesus when in, in the parable of the feast, the marriage feast, the people that were invited had excuses. And he's talking about our day today. When we invite people to God, people have excuses. People have excuses. I've just bought a land. Oh, I've just got married. Oh, I've just... Whatever kind of excuse... We want to come against every excuse that will hinder people from experiencing God. That will keep people away from God. Come on, let's pray. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we come against every excuse. We come against every excuse. Every defense. Every defense mechanism that the enemy has placed in the lives of people. My Lord and my God. 
Jesus. Mighty God. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. We've come to the end of our service this morning. We're going to, how many people are going to bring the precious fruit of the earth? Anytime you see people, I want you to picture fruit. I don't know what your favorite fruit is. Just, just put the faces of people each time you are eating that fruit. <laughs> you are not eating the people, but you are just telling yourself. Yeah, you are telling yourself, this is the precious fruit of the earth. This is what Jesus came for. And I, I want us to be able to deliver to Jesus 10% of Midran. How about that? Yeah, so we'll tell him, Jesus, here. Hallelujah. Precious fruit. Okay, let's, let's stand up on our feet and let's call it a day this morning. You are going. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midran. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.